Hello and welcome to another episode of Words With Myself. Honesty can be tough, and a lot of the time when we think about having to be honest, we think about having to tell someone else something, having to be honest with someone about something maybe you've done wrong, or how you're feeling, and you know it's going to upset them. But in order to be honest with other people, first we have to be honest with ourselves. And too many times I find myself dismissing how I feel or the opinions that I hold in order to make other people more comfortable, in order to accommodate their feelings and how they're going to interpret what I say. Whether it's my... I, I know my intention and I know my intention is good, but I know that they could reflect on it badly, therefore I avoid being honest with them or honest with myself. I might play it down, I might tell myself that it's not that big a deal, I might pretend like I don't feel that way. Maybe I'm upset by something and I tell myself that it doesn't really matter. There's lots of ways that we can kind of manipulate ourselves into taking a almost, we, we see it as an easier path, a path of less resistance, but obviously it's not an easy path. It means that you are causing harm to yourself in order to spare someone else's feelings at a detriment to ourself. And it's also a form of manipulation and lying. You're effectively lying to the person. You're doing something that you don't want to do or you're saying something that you don't believe to be true in order to them to either like you, think that you're something you're not, seeking their approval and their validation. There's all these ways that we kind of put the onus on people to give back when we have effectively decepted them. We have told them that, let's say, for instance, they ask you, oh, I would love you to come with me to this party, and you really don't want to go. You don't want to go to this party, but you feel like you're obligated, and they, they're saying, oh, I don't, I don't want to go alone. Please come with me. You know, I don't want to go on my own. Don't make me go on my own. And then what you really want to tell them is that, no, you don't want to go to this thing. You want to stay home, or you already have plans, or you want to just do something different. You don't want to go to this party. But then you tell them, oh, okay, okay you know, I guess I'll go. And then, really, you don't want them to think that you're no fun. You don't want them to think that you're letting them down. So you put yourself to the bottom of the pile, and you effectively deceive that person into believing that you want to go. And then you have to maintain that lie as well, because when you go... You can't be miserable then, and you can't be saying, oh, I never wanted to come here, because you've agreed to go now, and you've allowed them to believe that it was your choice in order to go. Whether they guilted you into it, you can't then put their accountability onto it. You should have said no. You can't say, you made me go, because they didn't make you go. You decided to go because you didn't want to say no. You didn't want to let that person down. You didn't want to seem however you thought that you were going to seem in their eyes. And that deception will only grow. The more you do that, the more often you dismiss who you are and downplay your own thoughts, your own beliefs, the more you will lose yourself and you will have to maintain that image. Because one, let's say that you now say to that person and that person invites you to the next party and they say, oh, you want to go? Oh, you know, we went last time and it was me and you. And then you're like, oh, now I've got to go again. I've, uh, you know, well, what can I say now? If I say that I don't want to go now, I'm either going to have to admit that I didn't want to go in the first place and tell them that I was basically lying to them, 
Or even if I find an even if I tell them an excuse and get out of it, the next party they're going to ask me to go to as well. So I'm constantly going to have to maintain this lie that I've now created just out of this like innate obligation that I had in order to not disappoint this person. So you have now become almost a completely different person in their eyes. You have become the person that goes to parties. You are the party person to them. When in your head you're thinking you can't think of anything worse than to go to a party, you have now led this person to believe that you are the party person and that you're going to go with them and that that's going to be your role in their life. And while this may be taking it to the extreme, I think it sets a, a good image of what that kind of lack of integrity develops into because when you do tend to just do the things in order to please people rather than kind of uphold your own values your own desires your own beliefs then and you cater just to other people you don't want to be seen as a loser to other people you don't want to be seen as not fun, you don't want to be seen as all these different things, all these negative things that we kind of project onto other people and think, oh, you know, I don't want them thinking this about me. You then create this other identity that you have to uphold. And we do, almost everyone does this in some way, you know, but we split ourselves off into these different kind of compartments and try to convince people of all these different things that they think we are. And maybe we're not, but we feel like we're stuck and it's we, we've gone too far. We've led the lie for too long that we can't go back. And that's when we kind of lose this identity of self. You know, we we've have to uphold so many lies, so much weight on our identity that we begin to forget who we were. We forget that we actually didn't want to go to the party in the first place. And now it's five years later and you're still going to parties to uphold this lie. And now you may even forget that you ever didn't want to go to the party in the first place. But, you know, when any time you go, it doesn't feel quite right. It doesn't feel like something that you're enjoying that much. And you're like, why am I doing this? And then you forget the initial fact that you never wanted to do it in the first place. And... The more honest you are with yourself, the more honest you can be with other people. But you don't want to kind of... If you keep lying to yourself, you will lose that foundational trust that you have with yourself, where you can believe what you're saying to yourself. When you say, I want to do this, or I don't want to do this, every time you have a decision like that, you'll begin to doubt it, because you've lost yourself in this web of lies, and you've forgotten who you were, basically. And I find myself now having almost less tolerance with myself for this kind of behaviour. Anytime I'm in a discussion that I don't want to have, or maintaining a friendship that I know don't, no longer serves me, or just doing something that I know I don't want to do and I know is not right for me, I can kind of watch myself getting frustrated by the fact that I'm doing it. And something is like screaming within me saying stop this, stop this, like, don't do it, just leave, and yet there's another part of me that's like, oh, I don't want to hurt the person, I don't want to let them down, I don't want, you know, this kind of prideful ego that is scared of being seen, scared of being vulnerable, and being truly exposed as the person that I really am, because there is that deep-rooted feeling of not being good enough, that's really what it boils down to, we think that we are not enough, 
We are not good enough in order to be liked and loved as we are. We have to be a projection of what other people want rather than ourselves because we are not good enough. That is the belief we hold. And every time you go through one of these phases, you do something just to appease another person, just for validation, just to kind of make a friend and you're completely changing yourself or to get into a relationship and you're kind of creating all of these different layers of yourself and you're saying, I'm this person, I'm this person, just to seem more impressive or just to cater to that person's temperament and what they're looking for in a person. As soon as you become that, you're becoming someone else and it's not yourself and you lose the self in that. It becomes more important to be someone else than ourselves that person kind of takes over because maybe you get a nice bit of validation from it. Maybe all of these people love that person that you've become, that person that you're projecting. Maybe, you know, you make loads of friends and you're having all these different conversations, you're accessing all these different opportunities and everyone wants to talk to you and thinks you're interesting because you're telling them that you are this person that you're not. And then you'll slowly see that, well, those relationships don't feel quite right because you know that they don't really like the real you and you're having to maintain that lie and then maybe you have to slowly try and, try and introduce yourself and then these people that are not really your friends because they're not friends with you, they're friends with this projection of you, then you realise, oh, they're not really my true friends and then you have a problem with them. But really it's not them, it's the fact that you have created a false identity for them to like, you catered to them and changed yourself, rather than just being true to yourself. And some people live their entire lives like this. They live their entire life feeling like they are trapped in their own identity that they've created and can never truly be them. There's too much on the line. Maybe their career rests on it. Maybe all of their friendships and their family and their, their relationships, their, you know, husband, wife, partner, whatever, all of this rests on this false identity and you'll be riddled with anxiety and depression because you know it all rests on something that is not real, it's not true. You will never be able to form real connections with people. You'll never be able to have real relationships and feel like you've got real friends that like you for being you because you are not you when you are around them. You're someone else, you are this projection. You have to be you. And the more you express yourself, the more you stay true to who you are, the more you say, no, I don't want to do this. Yes, I'm going to do this instead. Actually, I am this person. This is the real me. I'm someone who doesn't like this. I'm someone who does like this. And I don't care whether you like it or not. I like it. The more you do this, you feel empowered. It's almost addicting to get back to that true self, that true identity and then you'll slowly have to strip back these layers and get back to who you were, who you once knew you were until you were told that you that wasn't enough. You will get back to that person. And that is almost like breaking out the matrix. And yes, it's extremely painful and it's tough, but it's necessary. It's the ultimate thing that is necessary. Because too many people think that it's money or power, or something like this, that gives them the ability to be free. They think freedom lies in all of those things, but really, true freedom is the true freedom to be yourself. The freedom to express yourself, and to, to like what you like, and to dislike what you don't like, and to just be you. To be you. Else you will always 
be trapped in a cage of this identity that you've created. So be true to you. You are enough. You are perfect as you are. And until you live that and breathe it and know it as the ultimate truth, you'll never be free. Thank you for listening.